she was like trying to protect the the microphone with her hands from the sound. Like, yes. can you hear it in like the editing? No, because Ness was covering it with her hands it because she's a genius. Okay. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Shiny Latios, Lucky Friends, Egg Stravaganza, a new Go Snapshot Challenge, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast, episode number 42. It's the 15th of April. My name is. is Chris. I'm your host, and I'm joined this week, as always, by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. Who's currently hatching eggs. <laughs> yes. Are you yes, still hatching eggs? You were once we started. Egg I'm still hatching, hatching eggs. <laughs> okay. Anything good so far? I haven't seen you, like, glow. Uh, I got my, like, fifth happening. Happening? Happening? Oh. That's what's happening. Uh, I knew that was coming. Oh, boy. I knew. <laughs> right. You know what else is happening? We're going to give some love to our newest patron supporter. Yeah. Her name is Sarah. Hi, Hi Sarah. Sarah. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much for helping support our show. We like you. We'll talk more about Patreon towards the end here. There's, as it has been the past few weeks, mm-hmm. quite a bit of news and stuff to talk yeah. about. So let's talk about our previous goals and stuff so we can yes. get right to that juicy news section. Okay, so Ness, mm-hmm. you first. Yes. Ready? Yep. Your goal yep. for last week was uh-huh. 200,000 experience. I don't think I got that. Okay. <laughs> did you get two shiny bag on? Got one. You did get one oh, shiny bag I got bag one. On. Mm-hmm. One shiny bag on. Yep. Okay, so I kind of hate this, but I'm going to go ahead and admit that I've been wrong uh, for a very long time. Sure. It's Bagon. It's not Bagon. Bagon. <laughs> it's Bagon. All and, of you Wisconsinites uh, out there, it, uh, you're redeemed. With your bags. Um, and <laughs> your, your bagels. Ba- your bagels. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ba- bagel is correct. Bagels. Bagel bagels is the word and one. Bags. And I don't think that one is a Wisconsin thing. We love you. We mm. really do. Mm-hmm. Our northern neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, thank Canada's you for not, hat. You know, being ice zombies. Thank you for protecting us Just this season. Canada. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, we would be a lot more Canadian if it wasn't for Wisconsin. Uh, okay, well, anyway, uh, geography aside, two Bagon. Yep. Uh, one Bagon? Eh, good one. enough. One Bagon. you got one. That's not bad. Got one. All right, Mr. Kyle. Yes. Your goals for last week. Oh, are you still hatching, dude? What's going on no, over there? No, I'm searching to make sure I know how many I got. Oh, okay. All right. You were looking to get your Sinnoh badge to 68? Uh... Huh? No. Hang Are on. Are you sure? Hang on. Is this a rare candy sort of thing? Are we waiting? No, I just didn't want to transfer one of the two things that I had. Now I hang on. No, hang on. Give me like thirty seconds. I'm doing it live. <laughs> I'm at sixty-seven, okay. and now I'll you're be at sixty-seven. 68. Wow! Right now you're gonna get right 68? now. I'm evolving sixty-eight. Okay. All right. Well, oh. let's count that as a win. And then, <laughs> did you get six shiny bagon? I did. I got seven. Oh, seven good for you! Wow. Excellent work. Good for you. For myself, my goals, 200,000 Stardust. Did you get it? Definitely. Okay. Definitely did. Easy, easy. Uh, I not only got one, but I got two origin form Giratinas this past nice. week. Taking the opportunity to, well, except for this weekend because we had a freak blizzard sure. out of nowhere. Oh we did. Uh, I've been taking some time after work every single day to go for a walk. If it's bad weather, go to the gym. 
And if not, go outside. And last week we were blessed with some rather good weather for a while. Yes. Monday through Thursday, yes. Friday night, maybe. And I ran into a bunch of rapes. So it was nice. It's real nice. Um, as for my bagon, my oh man, bagon. Oh, bagon. my shiny bagon goal was ten or more bacon, and uh, I got ten. Not not more, nice. just just ten. So uh, walked down. I think I evolved five salamence, and while I was appraising them, um, I accidentally gave a trash IV level one seven percent bagon a third move and no. wasted seventy five candy. 75,000 wow. stardust wow. and I just felt betrayed by my own hands you know wow. because not my, my fingers hit the wrong button and then it hit yes I meant to hit the wrong button yes come on these aren't my hands <laughs> I'm having just like... Imposter syndrome yes why would I do this to myself I wouldn't and that's the answer anyway did you guys have anything else interesting happen to you this week that was notable? Any nope. shinies? No. Craziness? No. Um, no. No. Yes. Got a shiny Azuril from a hatch. Ooh. So Good for you, dude. That's exciting. I was really excited. I was at work and I like was clutching my phone on my break and my coworker was like, are you all right? <laughs> I'm like, it's Pokemon. Don't worry. It's okay. And that's like, awesome. Oh. Other than that, uh, I got a Registeel. So there's you know more Pokedex filler. There you go. It's not useless right now. And something about Lucky Friends, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Okay. Uh, I didn't catch anything crazy. The only thing that I think is notable is I finally worked through all of my low tads and my research stack. (laughs) That's notable. I was seriously, I was sitting there catching like before the event started. Yep. And I was like, how many of these things do I have left? Dear Lord, like I had 20 more to catch. Like how many? We weren't even out for the entire time. Not at all. Wow. Anyway, crazy. Hey. I think it's. I think we've talked enough about that. I think it's hey. time for the news. I like the news. I also like the let's news. Let's do news. We already kind of dipped our toe into this topic, but let's talk about Bagon Community Day in... Uh, Bagon. I'm not giving it up. Hey, you I'm know, not going to do it. it. Keep it close to the <laughs> mess. All right. Let's look at Bagon Community Day in the rearview mirror. How did Bagon. it go? What did we like? What did we not like? I almost feel like having this conversation in the grand scheme of community days is almost like kind of a pointless one. Um, oh. But I feel, no, seriously, I don't no. think, I don't think that the community day was bad. I think talking about it because they kind of have this down to a science now for being sure. very honest. Right. I think the spawns besides a couple of times when they got weird, uh, I know in the Asia Pacific regions, they were having a couple of issues with the spawns where like only the Bagon would go away. As they, and then do. they would come back and stuff like that. We are Whatever. sorry, Asia Pacific. Besides that, that was even happening in our time zones. It was strange. I know. Um, no but, but Asia Pacific, yes, always. They're always, the, at least the first ones get hit by the bug. We love you, Asia we know Pacific. What to, yeah, thank you, you for guys, vetting all these events. You're the, you're the QA testers of all of these events. They're so bad <laughs> every so time. Much. Every time I get online, like the morning of a community day, I just read, all right, so what happened in Asia Pacific? for a community day and <laughs> what I do i have like, to oh, look sorry, forward guys. to we really appreciate right? you yeah. yeah um so i mean it was fine spawns were fine they were very plentiful uh i was at the lincoln park zoo so that was a really good time and it was nothing nothing crazy i, I mean it we got outrage as our special move i'm so thankful it wasn't something kind of lame like fly uh, i know a lot of people were saying draco meteor but the fact of the matter is that. that it already knew done draco, draco meteor, meteor. <laughs> yeah. so 
I don't know. I think people were just so used to that being the go-to dragon move. You know, anyway. uh, Outrage Salamence is actually really, really good. Uh, We're going to be using something else in place of the gear up conversation. So why don't we talk about uh, Salamence's outrage use here. Uh, Straight up DPS wise, if you just spam outrage versus a Rayquaza that's using, I think, Draco Meteor, Salamence will come in second place. So it's yeah. now booted in straight flat DPS Dragonite off of the second place tier. So now it's Dragonite, Salamence, and then Rayquaza. Although I was reading today, and I haven't read too much into this, this whole like weaving DPS thing, Salamence is actually the best in DPS if you somehow have Draco Meteor and Outrage. Kyle, you're making a face. Do you know how I, this works? I don't think he's the best, but I mean, I know which I read the same article. If you... The problem with Draco Meteor is not that it doesn't do enough damage. It's that it's a 100 energy move. So you're almost guaranteed to lose energy when you get KO'd in a raid. So the testing is use one Draco Meteor and then use Outrage for the rest of the fight to see if that affects the damage. And it does, but not enough to dethrone Rayquaza. Okay. I see. All right. So, I mean, even even if Rayquaza is still the better dragon attacker than Outrage Salamence, definitely was a very meta choice. And if you were struggling to build out just a generic raiding team with high DPS, this is a great opportunity for you. Like, if you missed out on SmackDown Larvitar Day, then this is a great backup choice. Another thing I liked about Bagon Community Day is he's a dragon, and I didn't get to take part in Dratini Community Day we at like the start dragons. of last year. Mm-hmm. So I finally got my gold dragon medal. I guess I Ooh. forgot to mention that. So Congratulations. Exciting. You've made it. You've reached yeah. the mountaintop. Now you just yeah. have to hit 40 and then you're done. You can, uh, the end you of the can summer. start the over goal. again. No. Oh, okay. By the end of the summer, you're, yeah. wait, you're 38 or 39 right now? 38. I got 600,000 experience over community day. Yeah, wow. that's right. Because it was extra catch experience. Yeah, I got it? a best friend at the same time. It was it was great. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, you had a you had a good day. All right, hey. So let's talk about something we almost talked about last week. Almost April raid bosses. Remember we were like, hey, these were yeah. the raid bosses right now, but they're going to change. Guess yes. what? They changed. They, they definitely <laughs> changed. So Ness, what are in the current April raid bosses like by tier? The first tier is Snowrunt, Drifloon, Bagon, and Shinx. I like the Drifloon. I like that one. Yeah, all those are shiny yes. too. Yes. Oh, they are. good. Uh huh. Second tier is Mischievous, Sableye, Alolan Executor, Mawile, and Sneasel. I think for shinies, you're only looking at three of those Mawile, Mischievous, Sableye. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tier three is Machamp, Gengar, Pillowswine, Granbull, and Alolan Raichu. Gengar can be shiny now, right? Yep. Tier four yeah. is Togetic, Alolan Marowak, Houndoom, Dragonite, and Absol. I'm glad that Absol huh. never seems to leave raids. I, I mean, just like Absol. Can't get it anywhere else. So uh, yeah, who even does Absol raids anyways? See, they gotta I mean, keep I, him there. I, I do like for the shiny. Yeah. Same exactly, for Alolan Raichu and Alolan but it's Marowak. A four star, you know? So you know, you're not right. soloing it unless you're got a top tier team. It's not enough of a yeah, like a draw to get people to come mm-hmm. out to that raid for sure. Tier 5 is Giratina's origin form currently, and then our EX rates are going to be Deoxys in the defense form. Which, Which is apparently amazing in the Great League. Oh. Yeah, he's like number two or number three. Deoxys is? Cool. Deox- defense form Deoxys. Defense form Deoxys is okay. rocking Great okay. League in PvP. Yeah, buddy. 
I'm happy for it. Gotta get him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because it's ridiculous. It is. Yeah, it looks like a little box. Anyway, next piece of news here. Thanks, Ness. You're welcome. Latios Raid Week starts April 15th, which is today. Today. Because we're recording on April 15th. Yeah, buddy. Uh, to next Monday, April 22nd, Latios joins raid battles alongside Giratina Origin form. You will also have a chance to encounter a shiny Latios. So wherein Latias was nice and gold, Latios is like a mint green. green. Ooh, like yeah. everything else. I mean, I think it looks nice because it still has like that cream underbody. But what would be blue or red? Blue. Blue? Blue. What would have been blue is now like a nice mint green. Okay. It looks nice. Yeah. I think it looks nice, but it has another green one. So that's kind of a bummer. You know what's not nice, though? Hmm. That it's taking part in a meta-relevant raid tier for once. Like, That's everyone true. actually wants Giratina Origin, and now people are going to be disappointed when Latio spawns. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. When we were going through Reggie season, this would have been <laughs> a very <laughs> exactly. welcome addition. Exactly. Yeah. Well, next we were going to talk about Lucky Friends, but we have uh, we have somebody here with hands-on experience. So you want to you want to handle this, Kyle? Go ahead. Sure. Lucky Friends came out this last week, right? It's it's only been a week since this happened. It's been a few like, days. Since I feel it's been like it's been live. forever. My timeline is just all off. So <laughs> you can become Lucky Friends with only your best friends. So keep sending those gifts. So Lucky Friend bonus can be activated once per day per best friend, and you can have multiple Lucky Friends at the same time. Now, what does Lucky Friends do? I wonder, any ideas? What What does it do? I think yeah. all of our speculation was, <laughs> when you trade, it's a guaranteed Lucky Pokemon. Correct. Woo! <laughs> any interaction with a friend can trigger Lucky Friends. So Yay. trading. So be careful. Opening <laughs> gifts, raiding, gym battles, or PvP. And it will last as long as possible until you make a trade. And then when you make a trade, it goes away. And then when it gets triggered... A little pop-up with, you know, like the gold lucky animation shows up, like whenever you guys become a new frontier. Now, my only experience with this is I've triggered two lucky best friends. One mm -hmm. of them is for somebody who lives in Boston who I've never met in person. And the other is for a random person I added on Discord from my community that I've never met. Nice. Okay. So I'm just like, I'm staring at them like I can't do anything with you. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? Uh, well, they're shiny and sparkly, yeah. and that's neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But <laughs> he's not convinced. <laughs> but you're not. He's gonna... not so convinced. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's hard because it, it's it's useless to you. Is what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're it's effectively right. useless. I really yeah. the Reddit and all the communities are like, let lucky friends do long distance trading because there are friends from across the world like that. Really hope that happens. Which would just mean that why don't they let best friends in general just do long distance trading? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we've said that on this show at least six separate times. I get why they don't, but you know, Lucky Friends is still, it's fantastic. It's a great addition. It actually gives you a reason to want to open up gifts from people you're already best friends with. For those of you who are managing large friends lists, I don't know about you guys. But the odds definitely seem low in general. Yeah, I have been uh, trying to turn over as many gifts with best friends since the thing went live, and I have not yet encountered a lucky friend. So I'm actually curious from people's experience, because I haven't seen anyone talk about this, if multiple actions like in a row can cause lucky friends. So like mm -hmm. if you're not lucky friend and you trade like 10 Pokemon, can you become a lucky friend on the 10th Pokemon? Mm -hmm. Or is it only ever going to happen on the first one? 
Yeah, I can just kind of assumed that it was like, a, you know, you do one action, like what would have increased your friendship? I would assume as well, because I traded like 75 Pokemon with my girlfriend on community day and we did not get to be lucky friends. So, Hmm. yeah, I would I would probably say it's just the first try, but I don't have any evidence to think that that's actually the case. I know that (laughs) triggering a lucky trade with somebody can trigger a lucky friend again, which is hilarious. That's pretty cool. So and while we were talking about friendship increasing, by the way, I heard something on another podcast earlier this week. I don't remember what it was or which show it was. So forgive me. I should remember, but I don't remember. And they were saying that if somebody's holding your best friend experience hostage for like a long period of time, your ultra friend or whatever, Mm -hmm. if you get an EX raid pass and you don't have somebody you legitimately want to share it with. If you share it with that person, it'll increase your friendship from your side. It'll make it happen you anyway. Can, you can strong that's arm the trigger. Amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, lucky friends. If you guys are lucky, you might get a chance to be lucky friends. Yay. Okay. So we just finished up a, a bug out event. So you know what that means. It's Let's do another event. It's actually starting tomorrow. It's called the Egg Stravaganza. And you guessed it's an egg themed event and it's probably because it's going to be easter Easter weekend so here's all the things we know about it it's happening from april 16th which is tomorrow that's tuesday through april 23rd and i believe that is what that's next tuesday for an entire week so uh features include pokemon such as pichu smoochum and magby boy the rare and uh elusive magby will be in two kilometer eggs if you're lucky you may encounter a shiny Baneri. Uh, you may find a different Pokemon hatching from eggs than before. Mm. I think they they said this is going to be just the 2K tier, although yes. I'm not entirely just sure. Two, two, okay. Mm-hmm. Two times hatch candy. Two times incubator effectiveness. Lucky eggs will last twice as long. And limited time egg-focused field research will be available during this event. So I don't know about you guys. But I'm a little bit torn about this event. Why? Because you have to spend very, money to I'm get the most out of it. That's true. In this event. That's true. I mean, I, I have no problem. Like, uh, you know, every every payday, like twenty dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's fine. It's not that bad. You get like two boxes out of it. That should be enough to satiate you, unless you are a very like avid player. And I play more than the average Joe. Sure. And I never really have a problem running out of incubators. But the fact that in order to do that, I have to have a stockpile of incubators ready when they didn't say three months ago, hey, you better start saving up your incubators for Easter Uh season. You know, it it kind of forces you to be in a position where you're like, I just need these incubators. I guess I'll buy them. So Chris and I were talking about this yesterday about, you know, kind of being in the strange place with Pokemon Go. And I know we're going to talk about this a little bit in Gear Up, but this season has been really busy. Since, like, Thanksgiving, I feel like there's been so much going on in the game. And for me, it's so hard to keep up with all of it. And like you said, Chris, you know, they're not warning us ahead of time anymore saying, hey, something's coming up. You might want to save your incubators. It's, you know, two days beforehand. They're like, by the way, all your incubators are going to be max power for the next week. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so sudden. There's so much going on all the time. Every, like, three days there's a new event, which is cool but also really hard to deal with as just a very casual player. So they they changed, they had a community box that was out. The adventure box, that's what I was curious mm-hmm. about. The adventure box is still available in the shop as of right but now. It's, okay. So I think, I mean, that, that's that, been there. So at least there's a little bit of levity, like you know. It's not that good yeah. though. Like, But you still have to buy it. Yeah. This one especially. 
11 super incubators and four yeah. regular incubators. Mm-hmm. The regular incubators on like 2Ks and 5Ks because of the double incubator yeah. effectiveness. It's still not that bad. An average box, though, as but, we established, I think, last week. <laughs> right. But at least they're not making you, you know, they're not they're not not selling them on a discount sale or a discount I, way, I suppose. You know, we could go to famine and they could just let no boxes for this event. It's true. Buy them uh, a la carte. There'd be a revolt. <laughs> Yeah. Just a subreddit's on fire. <laughs> um, well, hey, Shiny Buneary is something that you don't need an incubator for. Uh, shiny Buneary and Shiny Lopunny are pink in comparison to their like That's brown cute. and tan versions. That's really cute. Yeah, I think they look really okay, nice. Okay, this is, uh, in your guys' opinion, is a new Shiny content? I love this conversation. I wanted to bring it up, I think, last week, and it just didn't happen. I kind of want Ness to voice her opinion first because I know she'll have a, a unique opinion. Our new shinies content. So they qualify as like a. So like for example, would you consider new skins in the game like a like an expansion? With how things have been going in the game, no, not anymore. It used to be very exciting to get a shiny. Now, like I said, it, there's an event every three days, and it seems like there's a new shiny every time, and. I'm just not as excited as I used to be. It's becoming a little bit overwhelming, actually, as like a generally casual player as I've been lately. I, I don't have enough time to collect all the shinies. I don't really, I'm not excited about them anymore, especially since all of them are green. <laughs> I don't want green shinies anymore. Give me not green well, shinies. thankfully, these two are pink. They're pink. That's fine. But I mean, like 75% they, they of are. the shinies are green. I don't want any more of those. Yeah, that's fair. I don't I want that. any more green Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's super shallow, but <laughs> no, I no, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, everybody plays differently, and everybody has a different relationship sure. with Pokemon. Some people are like battlers, and some people are just like, I like this one I because don't know. it's just there's it's been so many or whatever. Maybe the past couple of months that it's not special anymore. I guess it's just not exciting. It's you're just not. not excited about it. Like really when we talk about an update, you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You know, for the most part. And, it, and you know, I, you I, know, I don't there's know. Shiny everything now. And it, it's, it's just not, there's no thrill of the hunt anymore. I don't think. I suppose so. Yeah. So I agree with all of your sentiments almost 100%. Yes. So to answer the question though, like just logically straightforward mm-hmm. are shinies new content. Well, they weren't in the game before. Now they are. And I suppose so. But technicality doesn't necessarily mean that, like, I would really consider it that because, like, what is content in a game like this, right? You want something that's new, that feels fresh, that's exciting. That's fair. And the correct shiny at the correct time definitely does those things. It's exciting. People want to go get it. You're thrilled. You're inspired to go play the game again. That sounds like content to me. But now we're going to have a conversation about frequency of shiny releases, right? Because that's right. really what this comes down to. Yes. Because the shinies are cool. They're fun. but you, And you don't want to like release all of them at once because then people are just going to be like, well, I'll never get any of the ones that I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These events that have these mm-hmm. focused uh, shinies and stuff usually come with increased spawns of your opportunity to cash in on said shiny most of the time. I imagine that we're going to see thousands upon thousands of Baneri. For an entire week, thousands by the thousands. by the legion. Oh, a legion of bunnies. I mean, is that know. the proper term for a large amount of bunnies? I think it's a horde. <laughs> a horde of rabbits, really? 
Yeah, I, maybe a horde of hairs. Who knows? A harem of hairs. Of hairs. Mm. Even with increased spawns, with the base rate of you know oh one in four hundred and fifty, the shinies don't feel good. Don't feel good to find a lot of times. Right. With I, these I think just because I think that's the problem. Well, what are you supposed to do for for a boring Pokemon shiny? Just let them go and just be like, oh yeah, well Weedle's not exciting, so here you go. Well, when they be when they are made shiny, have a boosted rate. It doesn't have to be community day rates, but it could be like, you know, instead of one in 450, one in, you know, 80 or one in 100. Right. Where if somebody actually plays for the whole week, they actually have a decent chance. That way someone's actually going to feel more compelled to play, even if they're not that interested in the shiny. I need to interject here. So a group of rabbits is known as a colony or a nest. But if you include oh. other lagomorphs, such as hares and pikas, uh, they Benaria. can be called... Yes, a group of wild rabbits or other things is called a fluffle or a colony. A fluffle. A fluffle. It's better than expected. A, a fluffle fl- of a rabbits. Of Baneri. Uh huh. Okay, I'm into this now. I so was now, I was out kind of, but now I'm back in. Yeah, I don't know, Kyle. I think to answer your question, I think shinies are exciting. I think we're just seeing them too often. I think. Okay, actually, let me just rephrase all of that. The reason that shinies are not as exciting anymore is because we expect them. Yes. That's true. That's it. That's really it. There's nothing really wrong with the shinies. The problem is our attitude as a community about it now. They're they're still exciting for me because I don't really think this game could put something new in it that wasn't there before. And my gut reaction won't be just as a human being, like, I will want to go do it because this game is just inherently exciting. But for someone like Ness, who plays differently than I do and gets different things out of the game, mm-hmm. like the frequency of it is just like, okay, cool whoop de doo we knew you were going to do a new shiny. And of course, it's a rabbit for Easter. Saw that one coming a mile away. Right. You know, I will say, though, I think it's Niantic's fault. The problem is with so many shinies being released, you're not as interested in any individual shiny. So when you find out a new event's hook is there's a shiny, you're like, uh, so what? But that isn't like the with, case with this event, though. Yes, this one. Absolutely. But the last one, not so much. Yeah. This one has its own problems with it being egg-related and that costs money and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but definitely. That brought up the question. So, I mean, I'm sure this event is going to be a lot of fun, especially if you can, you know, afford incubators. I think it'd be really cool if during this event they did, like, you know, you get a free incubator on your first spin. Like, they did that for Christmas, right? Christmas. For- yeah, something like that. I think that would synergize really well with this, and then you'd already be out, and then you'd be like, well, I, I could just spend $5 I'm already out here having a good time, buy some more incubators. Whatever. Anyway, I think we talked enough about extravaganza. Uh, did we satisfy your need to talk about how shinies are getting progressively less exciting? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, Let's move on to our last piece of news. And this is super exciting. We've never seen an event like this before. So it's called the Go Snapshot Challenge. So this is pulled right from their press release. From April 15th to May 22nd, players can participate in three unique Go Snapshot Challenges, each with a specific focus and task for taking photos with your Pokemon. Prizes include your own Pokestop for three months, and a trip to a 2019 Pokemon Go Fest of your choice. Travel and ticket expenses covered. 
So there's going to be three challenges. The first one is called the Buddy Challenge. It's going to run from April 15th to April 24th. And here's the description. It's time for a photo shoot with your buddy Pokemon. In this challenge, we're looking for trainers to show us photos that highlight the connection between them and their buddy Pokemon. From your shared adventures at the park to some fun moments at home, we want to see what makes your buddy Pokemon your buddy. So sweet. Uh, What's the second challenge, Kyle? Second challenge is the Habitat Challenge. For our Habitat Challenge, we're asking trainers to take the best photos of Pokemon in their natural habitat. It's time to learn more about your Pokemon, as understanding a Pokemon's type and Pokedex information is an important factor in winning this challenge. Cool. And there's That's one cool. more. One more challenge, Ness. What do you think? It's the Go Create Challenge, which is May 13th through May 22nd. With Go Snapshot, there are almost no limits when it comes to where, when, and how you capture AR photos of your Pokemon. In our Go Create Challenge, we're asking you to show us how innovative you can get with Go Snapshot. We can't wait to see where your creativity takes you, trainers. It's pretty cool. So yeah, each of these is, does does different thing. Which one do you guys like the most out of these challenges? If you were forced to participate in forced. this challenge, because I know the three of us are not like big ghost snapshot people. And while we think this is cool, like we're going to go to Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago anyway. Um, and there's really no travel expense mm-hmm. f- for us because we live here. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Like if So, yeah, if you were forced Hashtag to participate in one of these challenges, which one would you choose? I like the buddy challenge, I think, just because it's it's more like who you are and the Pokemon that you like and, you know, if a day in the life sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's easy to do at home. It's easy to do wherever you are because you like your Pokemon, so you'll make it happen. I don't know. For me, it's the habitat challenge. I really like the idea of having to to get out to go somewhere and based on information in your Pokedex where you're going to be taking that photo, that could lead to some really cool photos. That's true. I'm on board with that. I'm not a big fan of the go create challenge because I don't think it gives enough direction. Really? I need more direction than that. That's why I think the habitat challenge really pops out to me. I think think one of the negatives for the go create is that these (laughs) photos can't be edited. (laughs) Yeah, the photos can't be edited. There's no, there's no Photoshop. It's just straight up like whatever you catch. So yeah. So I don't know. I want to see someone take a flying Pokemon and take an AR shot when they're skydiving with it. Like you know, for the Go Create Challenge, that's the kind of creativity I want to see. I don't think they're going to be able to actually get their Wingle to like. They might. Like, uh, well, if you don't use AR Plus, they stay fixed in the center of the screen, don't they? It's true. So you know. If you want to read, you can do it. I think they want you to use Go Snapshot, though. Uh, but what if you have a friend you know, that's skydiving with if? you? And he holds out a flat right. surface in front of you. <laughs> or like, <laughs> the, I feel like it would just work out. What so, if What if it took the surface of the Earth as a flat right, surface, right. and then you just threw out a that's wingle a the size of Rhode Island? <laughs> See? Are you going to go skydiving with me? Yes. Okay, so we'll get our wingles. Okay. In the air. Okay. On our flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm good for it. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think I just yeah, I think I just confirmed flat earth conspiracy with oh, that no. with that Rhode Island size wingle comment. Yikes. Uh oh. If it was a real curve, go snapshot. Would, <laughs> it wouldn't be able to tell me it was a flat surface from an airplane. Anyway, uh, if you guys want to participate in this go snapshot challenge, we're gonna have a link in the description of this episode. It'll, you can follow that. We'll have all of the information stuff like that. But basically. 
take one of the photos during these these dates, whether it's a buddy challenge, the habitat challenge, the go create challenge. One thing that I know that I was listening to another show earlier today, they were talking about going through some of the guidelines and stuff. I would definitely read those guidelines because there's some stuff in there like no children in the photo if they're not accompanied by an adult. So if you take, you know, a picture of your kid with your buddy Pokemon, that will be disqualified. So it has to be accompanied by an adult. Okay. Um, there's other weird rules like that that I would go ahead and definitely like take a look to read. So, you know, you don't put a lot of time into taking a nice photo and then something that was super preventable uh, from disqualifying it disqualifies it. Mm-hmm. You have to use the hashtag, I think, ghost snapshot or ghost snapshot challenge. It escapes me right now, but it's all notes, either Instagram or Twitter, one or the other. You can't post the same photo on both. Yeah. But it's going to be cool. I'm really excited to see what people make with this. I'm like really excited to see like the top threes, like when they inevitably do a blog post and see what happens there. That's going to be cool. Anyway, uh, enough about that. I think it's time for Gear Up. So this week's a little bit different. I want to talk about something I've been reading a lot about, especially on both the Pokemon Go subreddit and the r slash Silk Road. There's been some GoHub articles, and that's Burnout. For those of you who might not be familiar with the term, it's basically when you play the game so much that you've burnt out your interest in the game. You know, you're, you're not interested in playing anymore. You're like, I love this game, but I just can't find the reason to log in anymore. There's a lot of reasons for that. As we mentioned earlier, we've been getting a ton of events and the events have a lot to do in them, especially if you want to get the shinies and stuff like that. So, you know, between events, community days, new tier five raid bosses trying to get ex passes there's a lot of stuff that could potentially be seen as stressful for this game but i think one of the most important things and we've mentioned it to a couple people who've sent us emails you just have to step back for a moment remember this is just a game you're gonna play it to have fun so only do the stuff that you find fun do you know what I'm saying there? Yeah. Right. For sure. Right. Unless you're doing something you don't like in order to do a thing that you like. Yeah, I you know. If you're like, that's fun. I find being the absolute best, you know, trainer in PvP is really fun. But that requires you to do 50 raids for charge TMs. And you're like, I hate my life. You know, it, it may be time to take a step back and just reevaluate. This extravaganza event is a perfect example. We were having a discussion on Discord earlier this week about how there's another egg event and we had an egg event i don't know two months ago and it was kind of disappointing it's the perfect excuse not to take part in it maybe you don't take part in this event you don't hatch eggs and you just go out and play and enjoy the spawns enjoy the nice weather wherever you're living if it's if it's changing like it is where we are and not not worry so much about fear of missing out because it's going to come back. Everything is going to come back at some point. And that's something I've had to tell myself a lot personally, because I'm the type of person who, when I play a game, I want to do the best I can at it. And I know I can't do that with Pokemon Go. Because I know there are people like friend of the show, Terry Wolf, who are 50 times better than me. So just have to be okay with that yeah but that's just me personally also i think that this current event right now is like there's nothing that's only available during this time that you're going to miss out on um it's not like it's a community day move or something like that like if yeah. if you were trying to look for something to take a break 
like to sleep on, like this is the event to do so. And one other thing I have to say is something we do on this show, and I know a lot of people really like, is to set goals for yourself. What do you want to accomplish in the game? And then that way it gives you a direction to move forward. Because Pokemon Go is a really freeform game. And even the top players in the game, they they set goals for themselves. Because otherwise, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. And who has fun doing that? No one. Not not no that one. chicken. No one. Nope. No. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I got pretty burnt out pretty recently. I think if you've been a friend of mine in the game, I haven't really been playing too much, haven't been opening gifts. I had a lot going on and all of the events have been kind of overwhelming and kind of a turnoff for me just because I, I really enjoyed having one or two events a month and being able to do my normal work thing and all the other things that I do. But having an event every few days has just been way too much for me to handle personally. So I've kind of, I've been taking a step back. I have been realistically from the game and I still enjoy it and I still love going outside and playing and I like hearing about all the new things, but you know, it's a bit much for me to balance everything in my life as well as the game. So I, I think it's a lot about being metered and, like you said, Kyle, doing what you like to do, taking those bits of the game that you really, really enjoy, like trading or going out and walking or hanging out in community days with friends. Those are big things for me. So those are things that I try to do. But like PvP, not super in my range, really battling for the living decks. I know that's Chris's thing, but not really mine. So being able to to understand your limits and the things that you enjoy with the game is very important to to keep involved. For me, I experience a little bit of burnout because when I'm not playing the game, I'm listening to podcasts about the game. I'm listening to other people's opinions about it. I'm watching the YouTubers. I'm on the subreddit. I'm constantly immersed in Pokemon Go stuff. Uh, So for me, it's just become a sense of normalcy and less of something special, I suppose. The only exceptions being events now. But I definitely feel the burnout around me, you know, as like people aren't at events that I'm at the when we used to have, you know, ton huge groups and stuff like that. People seem like they're not having as much fun. So even if I'm not experiencing burnout myself, and I'm sure people that we were just talking about, like especially a person like Terry Wolf, people like him, they're surrounded by these communities and stuff like that. One that he basically built out there in Woodstock, I'm sure that there's a notable amount of people that are talking about the burnout that you guys are talking about. So it's, it's a real thing. Yeah. It affects all of us, even if it doesn't affect you because it's a community (laughs) game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how are you feeling, Kyle? You feeling a little bit of burnout? Only a little bit because I basically took the winter off. So like I played incredibly casually over the winter and now that the weather is nice, I'm actually really excited for like to go to the parks on my day off and stuff. So Taking a break, it really helps. All right, we'll take that take that to the bank, dear listener, and and thanks for the kind of out of out of the out of the normal uh, gear up, I suppose, Kyle. I think it's an important conversation to have. Yeah, but you know what else is an important conversation to have? Oh no, let's not what talk about it? not talking about Pokemon, and let's talk about Pokemon. Okay, it's Pokalore time. Awesome. So this week we're going to talk about Bagon, Shogun, and Salamence for our Dear Community Day that we just had. So Bagon is the Rockhead Pokemon, Shellgon the Endurance Pokemon, and Salamence the Dragon Pokemon. First off, we have Bagon. 
Pagon is a bipedal blue reptilian Pokemon vaguely resembling Pachycephalosaurus. Ooh! Ooh. That, that word. Wow. It possesses a large brown snout, triangular eyes, yellow circular ears similar to reptiles, and a yellow lower jaw with two teeth protruding upwards. It's real cute. Three thick gray ridges cover the top of its head and continue downwards to cover its neck as well. There is a triangular patch of yellow on its underside. It has stubby, digitless arms and short legs with two toes on each foot. Can we can we just take a second to appreciate the fact that the helmet on his head definitely looks like he has a mullet? It does. Yes. It does. Absolutely. It looks like a, like a greased back a greaser. mullet. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love You're Bagan. Right. <laughs> Bagon lives in rough terrains with cliffs and rocks. It longs to fly and jumps off cliffs, trying to be able to do so. Frustrated at its inability to fly, it leaps off cliffs and smashes its head against large rocks. This process of continually bashing its head causes it to become as hard as steel. If only that were real life. Mm-hmm. Well-developed neck and muscles support its hard head. This, combined with its powerful body, allows it to shatter rocks with its head. Wow. Just it's downhill from Anybody here. else would get a concussion, but Bagon <laughs> just gets stronger. <laughs> With Shogun, Shogun is a quadruped Pokemon that resembles the pupil stage. There are bone structures covering its body, which form a shell with two openings and three ridges on top. One opening is in front, revealing two yellow eyes, while the other opening is in the back. This bony covering repels... Revealing nothing, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> This bony covering repels enemy attacks, but it makes Shellgun heavy. As a result, this Pokemon moves sluggishly and hardly eats. Inside its shell, its body is busy forming for its next evolution. This moment this Pokemon evolves, its shell peels away. Its gray legs are visible, protruding from underneath the shell, each with a short red stripe on the inner surface. It can be found in caverns. So it's like a cocoon. Yeah, but like it can walk. A big round cocoon with legs. It looks like a big barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Salamence is a quadruped draconic Pokemon with a long tapering tail. It is primarily blue with a gray lower jaw and thickly scaled underside. There are red markings on its throat, the underside of its tail, and stripes on the inner surface of its legs. Additionally, there are raised red ridges above its eyes. Three flat fins protrude from either side of its head, possibly acting in the same manner that a canard would on an aircraft. It has two pairs of pointed teeth, one in the upper jaw and one in the lower. Each of its short legs has three claws. This Pokemon's powerful desire to fly triggered a mutation that allowed it to grow large red wings. As an expression of joy, it flies around and releases blasts of fire. I do that when I'm happy to. It's fun. <laughs> if enraged, it loses all sense of self and flies into an uncontrollable rampage, destroying everything around it until it tires itself out. This Pokemon is found living in rough terrain. So it's like a toddler with wings. <laughs> kind, kind of. Kind uh-huh. of. So max CP for Salamence is 37 to 49, has an amazing attack stat of 277, which puts it at rank 10. Excellent stamina of stat 216, but it's pretty squishy as far as defense goes with a stat of 162. Which is really the only downside. Which really isn't too bad. 162? All things considered. Kind of puts him in the middle of the pack. It is. It's in the yeah. middle, which yeah. isn't too bad. But high stamina lets him hang. Yeah. You know. Best moveset is going to be Dragon Tail and Outrage. So get that Dragon Dragon. It's going to be good. But if you don't have Outrage, Draco Meteor's fine. You're yeah. just going to be like number six or seven on the DPS charts, Instead I think. number one. In comparison to number two or fighting for yes, number, number one if you've got that yeah. weave on. You know what I mean? <laughs> that weave DPS? Uh-huh. Okay. Let's... Go on over to the Pokeball, huh? So last week's question was, what event are you looking forward to the most this summer? 
Pokemon Crossroads says, doing my goal of one raid for summer. <laughs> just, just, Good goal. Just one? Just one just raid one. for the summer? Hey, you know, one raid well, over Hashtag three one raid of summer. Perfect. Bay <laughs> says, go fest in Chicago if I can get tickets. If not, maybe there will be Safari Zone in Texas. Mm. Welcome to Chicago. Go for that one. Pop Punk Spice says, go fest Chicago. Woo! Yes. Ben Schroeder says, hoping to get go fest tickets in Chicago. Went their first year, missed out on last oh, year. Bummer. So I see like a meetup happening yes this year julia says sadly i can't attend any events i'm going to summer camp which sadly happens to be the same weekend as go fest however i am looking forward to catching hippopotamus and hippodown hippowden 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 chris poopa says go fest meeting and playing with all my favorite friends from across the country is the best part of it all legendary moo says listening to and helping with 500 raids of summer <laughs> Also being able to play and walk around outside more. Yes. yes. Trent says, hopefully go fast Chicago. Been unlucky when trying to snag tickets in the past, so I'm not super sure I'll get them this time. If I don't, then Pokemon World Championship in August. Looking forward to hunting the unknown. Ooh, one thing we didn't cool. add oh. to the news, by uh -huh. the way, uh, what came out today, and I'm, I'm kind of thankful we pushed our recording back a day, but they did start to talk about how the tickets are going to go out. Oh, okay. Uh, there was an, an update on pokemon goes blog mm -hmm. basically we're going to buy them in app uh it's going to be a lottery system sure. and if you get drawn you can buy your ticket and you can also buy tickets for people that are ultra or best friends oh i think interesting uh so like if the three of us only one of us gets in all three of us can still go interesting they didn't talk about you know how payment was going to be processed. Uh -huh. Do we have to pay for them in Poke Coins? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> you know, okay. but they will be tied <sighs> to oh, your account, and within I think they said forty eight hours of being chosen, oh. you get to choose other people to buy tickets for. Interesting. So there's that. We'll keep you guys posted, but th th there's like a little snippet, so it wasn't very much to talk about. But mm -hmm. there's that. So. So this week's Pokepoll is: What Pokemon do you have lined up for your first lucky trade? For your lucky best friends. Chris, who are you going to trade? Well, I mean, the person or the Pokemon? The Pokemon. Oh, I was about to say, because the person is going to be whoever I have a lucky trade with right? that I can actually right. convince <laughs> to not trade with me. Yep. I think... I went through my entire Ultra and best friends list and I, I got nothing. Really? No best friends this time. Oh, bummer. Yeah. I think probably one of my Giratina origin forms to okay. be lucky. Yeah. Sure. Uh, because I definitely need to max one of those out and it's mm -hmm. already going to be a slog with the candies. Mm -hmm. I don't need to also make it a slog with the Stardust. Okay. So okay. there's that. What about you, Kyle? That's actually my answer as well. I'm going to trade a Giratina origin. Hopefully get a better one. I do have two pretty decent ones. Maybe when the time comes, I'll I'll change my mind drastically. But Maybe. It's your answer as well because it's the right answer, Kyle. <laughs> yes. So, Ness, knowing that, what's your first lucky trade going to be? I was going to say something dragon, likely. Oh, well, okay. Well, Con consider this. Yeah. Ghost dragon. Ghost dragons, yeah. Okay. Undead do we dragons. know any ghost dragons, Kyle? Gee. I, I do. I know what, a ghost what dragon. Which, what, which one is that? It's Giratina. Oh, oh okay. yeah. You know, She's like, I want the sounds... altered form, though. Forget you guys. <laughs> I want all of them. I like Pokemon with legs. <laughs> Catch me with those legs, boys. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I mean, Garatina is a good one. Um, I kind of really want like a lucky tall boy. Yeah. Okay. Just cause. All right. If you and I get lucky friends, I'll Go put aside Garatina. A tall boy. We should just swap tall boys. Yeah. 
That sounds yeah, good. That's an Alolan executor. Yeah. For those that are new to the show. Oh, lucky yeah, tall boys. Get used to that terminology. We don't say uh-huh. Alolan executor very uh-huh. often on here. No. It's a tall no, boy. Tall He's boy. very tall. Uh-huh. Very tall. And a boy. Well, some so, of them are tall gals, I guess. I don't know. I'm really, I'm mm. goofy about my Pokemon. You know that. Even when we do PvP, I'm like, let's do shiny babies. Yeah. You know, nothing nothing <laughs> I that really... I only have one of those. Looks like you're only running one. <laughs> nothing that helps or makes sense. But that's how I roll. That's how I live my life. My best life is with goofy Pokemon things. Yeah. So that's that's what I want to do. Okay. Strange, well, lucky things. I love this question because... <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to be like Ness and you're going to be like, I want the goofy tall tree? Or are you going to be like Kyle and I like Ghost Dragon all the way? Because we'll use it. Dear listener, if you have an answer to the question, what Pokemon do you have lined up for your first lucky trade? You can tall answer boys. when we post it on Facebook or Twitter or in our Discord if you're a patron supporter. Mm-hmm. Or you can send them to mail at goatcastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails. Emails. Email. <laughs> We've got one email. It's from the Wizard of Ozzy. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, good one. Alexa, play Crazy Train. All right. Uh, hi, fellow Pogo players. Yes, we do indeed play Pokemon Go. Love the show, by the way. Thanks. I Thanks. recently got back into Pokemon Go, and somehow in my search for what the heck is all this new stuff in Pokemon Go, I accidentally stumbled upon your podcast. That's the scientific That's search term. Right That's where I left us. it, in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. Thank you for finding us. Which has to be the greatest accident since the chimichanga. Can we confirm the chimichanga <laughs> was an, an accident? accident? I don't we know. have one of Maybe. one of Let's all of us are pool. also part time researchers on this show. So uh, we're going to research. Just type in chimichanga accident. Although I really think the <laughs> debate over the origins of the chimichanga is ongoing. The words chimmy and changa come from two Mexican Spanish terms, chamuscado past participle of the verb chamuscar, which means seared or singed, and changa, related to chinga, third person, present tense, form of people. <laughs> All right, well, uh, well, I've learned a lot you more know, on the show today than I was, uh, <laughs> was intending. All right, so. <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. No, there's no oh, is there more? Wait. According to one source, Monica Flynn of the founder of Tucson, Arizona restaurant El Charo accidentally dropped a burrito into the deep fat fryer in mm. 1922. Wow. Right before the Great Depression. She immediately began. Wait a minute. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. She immediately began to utter a Spanish profanity beginning in chief, but quickly just stopped herself and said, exclaiming, Chimichanga, a Spanish equivalent of thingamajig. okay all right all right all right all right right. we're done we're done (laughs) let's pick it back up uh at greatest accidents since the chimichanga Uh, anywho my question had to do with this recent raid boss kiratina the origin form so since i started when the game first came out uh then stopped playing for about a year and some months i didn't have access to a lot of these newer counters that every website suggests that's when i looked through my pokemon and discovered wigglytuff and nowhere in these list did it mention wigglytuff so i'm wondering am i doing something wrong when i go in with a pokemon that resists pretty much anything giratina wants to throw wiggly's way i do realize that maybe a group of 10 players all with wigglytuffs won't maybe won't beat the timer but I feel like if you got a decent amount of people in the raid and would like to save on some heals, go with a couple of Wigglytuffs, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with how many Pokemon you come out with that are still at full health. I know it's a lengthy email, but if you get to it and find the information useful, feel free to inform the people. The people. Again, thanks for all the tips and news. Keep up the awesome work and happy hunting. Let's talk about 
My boy Wigglytuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my first one hundred percent was a Wigglytuff. I think my So I'm about this plan. My longest buddy was Wigglytuff. Yes. Yeah, I had a Wigglytuff for a really long time because yeah. I loved it. Wigglytuff is great. Yeah. So I guess you heard it here first. If you uh don't know what to do and just have uh it's Wigglytuff. twelve Wigglytuffs uh-huh. just ready to go, and apparently you'll be pleasantly surprised at how well it does. To answer the question though, Wigglytuff is what you'd call an anchor. It's the kind of Pokemon you'd put as your sixth Pokemon to make sure you didn't get like wiped out if you really want to because it has a monstrous stamina stat right it's like it's probably like third or fourth with mm-hmm. 295 oh my so, gosh really yeah and so wow. but its defense is 90 oh there there's so, that so there's the caveat but it does double resist dragon ghost so because mm-hmm. it's fairy typing and fairy typing right. is really great if we had a fairy fast move, it'd be even better. Honestly. But we don't. <laughs> you honestly probably see stuff like Wigglytuff or Togekiss in guides if we had more fairy moves. In Guard the game of War. Right now. Guard of War, yeah. The bane yeah. of our existence here at Pokemon Go Cast. The, the lack of fairy fast move yeah yes. we've talked about it a if, few times if we get a like. Ralts community today in these upcoming months in between the starters i mm-hmm. think Ralts is probably when we're gonna go see that move yeah i would imagine because that one I can really apply hope. to both guard of war and galade right because it's fairy fighting is galade yep. mm-hmm. so yeah uh, that would make sense or is it psychic fighting i think it's psychic fighting actually you know what let me look I'm just really thrilled about our research on the chimichanga right now. I am the also... accidental it's 1922 Great oh, Depression. It's, it's actually weak to ghost. All right. Well, I take that back. Man, that's kind of a bummer because I was pretty sold on that idea, to be very honest. Anyway, there's that. So, But, but to take a very serious crack at your question here, because I think you're basically talking about, are you doing something wrong if you're taking the Wigglytuff? No. And you know, you, you've also done the research. You've known that it's twice resistant to both of the types of moves that's going to throw at you. The answer is, you're not doing anything wrong, per se. The right thing to do, and I use that with air quotes, is to bring a team that will contribute the most damage toward the cause and the goal, which is killing the boss, so you have a chance to catch it. Now, if your goal is to not use as many revives, then by all means, please, pile in with your busload of Wigglytuff. (laughs) But most people that raid a lot i mean i don't know ness you don't raid very often no how are you doing on revives and potions stacked right? i am doing great yeah so doing i mean great. like later on in the game and stuff like that people don't really have issues with revives and stuff like that so it's not really about survival it's about dps so that's why that conversation usually doesn't include a wiggly tough because wiggly tough is a good survival option which isn't usually what the conversation is about especially because if you're going to like a legendary raid with like nine people the nine people could probably bring almost anything. And as long as two people bring good counters, you'll beat the timer most of the time. Right. Well, thanks for the email there, Wizard of Ozzy. Uh, really appreciate it. If you guys want to go ahead and send us an email, you can send that to mail at gocastpodcast.com. If you want any more information about our show or anything else, you could just go straight to our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, just search for The GoCast Podcast. And if you want to help support the show, monetarily, minimally monetarily, two big M words in a row. Are you proud of me, Ness? Yes.
Thank you. Okay, good. Whew. <laughs> the hang time on that. I was getting worried. <laughs> wow. Um, yes. If <laughs> Minimally, monetarily, $1 a month gives you access to our Discord community, which is wonderful. Love them to death. One money. Discord is great. Love them to death. We also do a monthly patron podcast. And then S and I also send out postcards with AR yeah. shots on them. And she writes handwritten things I on them. Nice and they're all things. nice. And... Nice, pretty things <laughs> to last, you. last month, we sent stickers of memes from our uh-huh. Discord to people. Those are pretty cool. I have an extra one for you, Kyle. <laughs> um, anyway, you can go ahead and look for all that information there. And also, if you want to help support the show without any money being involved in just like two seconds of your life, go ahead and leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That helps us immensely. More people get to hear us and that's just good for everybody, I think. Yeah. I think there's value yeah. in this show, right? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. All right, cool. Well, I'm glad we aired that. I was kind of worried about that too. So There's like no stock options, but it's nice. <laughs> So all the trimmings, the intro and the outro. Speaking of outros, let's wrap this baby of an episode up here. Yes, uh, let's sir. set some new goals. Ness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what what are you going to do until uh, next week? Huh? I would like a shiny Baneri. Okay. Going and, big. Yeah. And hit all of my streaks this week. It's a good goal. Yeah. I like okay. that goal. Especially in these trying times. It, You know, it's true. I feel it. It's, I do. It's, All right. Yeah, I'm on burnout. Okay. I, I admit that. So. Fair enough. I mean, streaks is like, it's great. Good yeah. baseline. Yeah. Kyle, inspire me with your goals. All right. I'm trying to trying to keep it up. I'm at 68, shooting for 70 on the Sinnoh. I haven't had to use rare candies yet. I okay. did walk that bronze or 130 kilometers. So. Oh, my wow. goodness. Okay. Well, get this man a medal. And I'm also looking at 250,000 experience. 250,000 experience yes. points, my man, Mr. Kyle. Anything else? No, that's that's where I'm going right now. Okay. All right. So for me, my goal, let's see. Uh, Shiny Baneri's uh, up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Although, um, man, now that I was I was claiming very boisterously at the top of the show, we'll see legions of Baneri. But what if we don't see any? What if there are no legions? What, what are we supposed to What if there are do? no fluffles? What if we're we are not legion? Or fluffless. Fluffless. <laughs> kerfuffleless. Yeah. What a kerfuffle that would be. Yikes. Or kerfuffle. Kertoffle cough. <laughs> Becky-cephalosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead we and, do words and here. say uh, shi- minimally, monetarily, <laughs> shiny Baneri. 200,000 Stardust. And that's it. And that's it. No other goals. luck on your shiny Baneris. Thank you. Hey. Good luck on your 70 and your Sinnoh badge without spending any rare candy. You're going to need it. I don't think I can do that. You're going to need it. You should beat me to 80. I'm hard stuck at 78, let me tell you. There's no way. It's awful. I'm so bored. What do I do? (laughs) I need to travel is what I need to do anyway. But I've got a job. Man, (laughs) bummer. Big anyway, <laughs> what else is a bummer? We'll see you guys next week. We have to wait oh, an entire another week bummer. until we hang out again because this is work. I don't like spending time with Kyle or Ness outside wow. of just recording the show. So yikes! Yikes! Well, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just really burnt out on spending time with human beings. Yeah, that's okay. That's that adulthood, is 100 my friend. Percent an okay place to be. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're gonna get it. we're gonna get ourselves sorted, and we'll see you guys next week, episode forty three. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.